Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. He's not my uncle, but he's one of my favorite people, and that's Jeff Hathorne. I'll get to him in just a minute after I tell you that uh, Twitter, brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge, Jeep Ram, Peters Township. Visit them online, southhillsjeep.com. Go ahead. And uh, hit us on Twitter anytime. Listen to Cooking Joe every Wednesday. Hear about Starkey's Card of the Week. That's from Baseball Card Castle and Cranberry. Contest run every Wednesday through Friday at noon. Check that all out, 937thefan.com. Jeff, did you collect baseball cards when you were coming up? Oh, unbelievably so. Yes. What was your favorite one that you ever got? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. Probably I got one of those. They had a like a Dave Parker MVP card. Okay. That was, that was pretty awesome. Cause I, my dad hated Parker cause he thought he was a showboat, but uh, I mean, the dude was a monster on the baseball field. I mean, just a monster out there. So that was probably it. Gotcha. All right. Let's turn our attention to uh high noon in the big city, Pittsburgh PA uh, today, surreal moment or not as the, as the news conference transpire, transpired, did you say to yourself, I thought this would be different, or did you think it was what happened? So I, I didn't think he would sit there and run through a litany of changes uh, for a couple of reasons. One, that's not his style. Two, it's not the team's style to change coaches midseason. Um, and three, you know, from a competitive standpoint, he wasn't going to say, well, we're going to throw the ball more and be honest about it because then you're, you know, then you're telling – Baltimore, what what you plan on doing. So I, I wasn't surprised that he didn't say much. And also, you know, with the roster limits, it's not like he's got a bunch of guys he's trying to redshirt that now, you know, he's going to burn that redshirt and play them. Um, you, you do have a roster limit. I was surprised, though, that he kind of blamed everything on physicality. That um, That's just way too simplistic. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this as we talked to Jeff Hathorne about every, he's there every day, covers the Steelers. You know, they want to put pads on tomorrow. They want to bang away. They want to be more physical. Aren't the veterans just going to go, I'm not doing that? Yeah. Like, wait, I, I get off on Wednesday. Right. Like, like I'm not practicing, practicing physicality. You know, and then, you know, God forbid, you have a physical practice and TJ goes down because, you know, some young offensive lineman's trying to make a name for himself, so he, he swings across the formation and, and takes TJ out. I mean, there's a reason that they don't have those physical practices beyond the fact that the union says so. Do they need that better pad level? Do they need to tackle better? Sure they do. But I would think that's more attention to detail and looking yourself in the mirror than it is to go out and say, all right, the quarterback's live. And Tomlin didn't say that, but I'm just saying as an example. Or, you know what, If I I know uh, George Pickens is our main guy, but if he's coming across the middle, take him out. Like, that, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Talking about a physical mentality, being passionate about the game and, and being on your details and telling, you know, showing guys in practice 
or in film what they need to do with an emphasis? Absolutely. Do all of that. But to have them live hitting, I, I just don't see how that is going to get them where they need to be or it's going to change some of the questionable play calling we've seen. All right, you hear everything, and sometimes you can't report everything, but you do hear everything. And I think this is wide enough that you're able to say yes or no. Have you heard that the practices haven't been crisp since they've broken camp, though? Has that been a problem? Not that I've seen. I mean, I, I can't, like, to your point, I can't give specific details, but there's nothing that I, I've watched their practices for the first four games and said, wow, you know, they're they're jogging around or they're not paying attention to detail. There hasn't been anything And generally, like don't football coaches scream that whenever it happens? Yes. Yes, even... You know, as much as people rip Mike Tomlin, I think I'm I'm fair to say that if somebody's doing something wrong, he is the first one to point it out, and he will call out anybody by name, from TJ to Cam to a rookie. I mean, he is not afraid to call out anybody on that roster. So, yeah, I don't I don't buy into that. Even in full functionality, is this offense designed to score 27 or? 35 points a game in the preseason in the regular season I still don't think they have those type of weapons I mean you want to think that George Pickens is going to evolve into that type of elite wide receiver you see some glimpses of it but then you take Deontay out of the mix which a lot of people forget um, because the only thing they seem to remember about him is that when he drops it not all the catches the 100 catches that he has a season um but, you know, even with the excitement of Darnell, he was still a rookie. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us were trying to warn people, like, hey, slow down. Like, he's not going to have that type of year as a rookie. He's still got a lot to learn. Um, but I think, to me, the most disappointing thing, is I thought the line, of the, the line would get more push. No, I agree. Uh, I, I realize against San Fran, it's a really good line. And Cleveland has a pretty good line, too. But, man, against that Houston team, and, and what are you paying Sayamalu for? I, I I need to see more out of those guys. And now Sayamalu's going to have a rookie to his left. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm, where they say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Is that the biggest mystifying thing in your mind? Because I felt like whenever we left and drove down Route 30 on the way home and everything was done and was finished and camp broke up, one thing that everybody who covered that football team said well, you can hang your hat on the offensive line being very good. What has happened? I, I don't know if they're tentative. You know, because sometimes you don't play with the same physicality if you're tentative about a play or you're not exactly sure where the guy next to you is going to be. And, but I, I, I thought they would have worked through that. I mean, they've only added one new guy. I mean, now Broderick Jones is going to be in there, so it's two. But And, and Sam Allo is supposed to be this guy who's going to elevate the line to the – to the next level. Um, and, and I think there's been, you know, what we saw in the second half of last year was kind of a ticked off team. And they came in with that mentality, that physicality of like, Hey, we're just going to, we're going to run you over. I think they got a, a, a little high on themselves with some of the splash plays they were making in the preseason and lost some of that identity. Can yeah. they get it back because they put helmets on and practice this week? I don't know. Um, but it's something that they've got to have back because you know they're not they're not the Chiefs, they're not the Dolphins, they're not the Bills. They got to win games with defense. We haven't even talked about that, and I'm sure we will. I mean, if you look at a dollar spent and experience, 
I would tell you that the defense has been more disappointing than the offense. Yeah, we'll get to the defense in just a second, and I actually have that written down to jump to in a moment. But is George Pickens reaching any frustration level, or is all A-OK with him? So far from what we see publicly, it's been A-OK. Is he frustrated? Sure, they all are. Now she's frustrated. I mean, everybody's frustrated when you lose. Um, but I don't think he has been a bad apple. I've heard nothing along those lines. I mean, does he want more passes? Sure. Is he upset, you know, if he's open and he knows he could have made a play and he doesn't get the ball? Yeah. I, I, and I think some guys show it differently than others. Um, you know, famously, Heath Miller would just kind of go on with his day, but not everybody's like Heath. And I don't think – I haven't seen at all in that room where George is becoming some type of issue. Now, this continues for weeks on, you know – add weeks and weeks to this um, potentially, but I think his, his heart is in the right place. And, you know, there's, this might be a, a trivial thing. But that's one thing when you draft guys from Georgia or places that win so much, mm-hmm. they haven't dealt with losing. And they don't, they don't know this, this feeling and not as much what you need to bounce back, but like, this is all, this is new to some of these guys that, some of these guys have never lost two games in a row. No, no since high school even, some of them. You're, you're absolutely yeah, pro- right. Probably not, yeah. Probably uh, not there either. Jeff Hathorne joining here uh, on the fan. Jeff, does does the defense, are they on the field too much because of inadequacy from the offense and inability to sustain drives, or is the defense not getting off the field of their own accord? I think it's, I think it's both but I think it's more on their own. I, I'm going to put more on them. I mean, we should expect more. They're the second highest paid defense in the league, and, and they're only you know a few dollars from being the highest paid. Like, it should be better. Um, I realize you don't have Cam Hayward, but, man, that, I mean, they've got they, – that doesn't excuse being out of gaps. That doesn't excuse fundamental mistakes. I mean, I saw on ESPN yesterday, like Damian Woody was clowning T.J. Watt. And, and questioning his physicality and, and how he could be considered a defensive player of the year when he's getting blocked by a wide receiver. So I point that out, not that Watt's the, the reason here, but that everybody on that defense is making mistakes. Watt admitted it after the game that he didn't play to the level he should have. And I think that goes all across that defense. I mean, there's sure there are some new pieces in there, but it, it needs to be better. Um, some of it might be a little bit scheme, but I think it's more, you know, they're getting to ball carriers. They're not completing tackles, and that's – I think each guy's got to look at themselves in the mirror and try to figure out why that's happening. Is Patrick Peterson redeployed whenever Joey Porter Jr. plays more stat- snaps? Is it a one-for-one switch, or is it a one-for-one switch with Levi Wallace? What's going to happen personnel-wise? I think initially you'll see Patrick go to the inside. It's something they worked on a lot at training camp in Latrobe, so we can discuss that. But they also dealt with injuries. Remember, all this – it seemed like every safety was out for a period of time, so they didn't have quite the rotation they wanted. Um, as Tomlin pointed out today, Joey gets – Peterson has, you know, the, the Wednesday off. So every Wednesday, Porter's getting more and more reps, and he's filling in for Peterson, so he's working that side of the field. I don't think they then want to move him to the other side um, or move Wallace in that in that circumstance. So I, I think – you'll see Peterson move in. And I think at times he might take a couple of his snaps. Now, how quickly that happens when he was asked about it today, Tomlin just said that he's improving and really didn't commit to, to obviously not starting Joey, but 
you know, how many more reps he would get. Do you think Joey Porter's ready and not ready relative to the cornerback play that we've seen, right? Because it hasn't been good. But do you think he's ready to play in the NFL um, beyond any of those other circumstances? Just he's an NFL player right now. I do. I do. And we've seen, I mean, you saw it last night. I mean, how many rookies are you watching across the league, rookie corners that are having success? He's going to make mistakes, but you got to allow him to make mistakes. Um, I, I get that you had a veteran, but I think you need to give him more opportunities. And isn't part of the reason you have that veteran there is that when he does screw up, he's got that vet- veteran to ask him why he did. Uh, Joey can be a playmaker for them. We haven't seen, I mean, Levi had the two picks in the win against the Raiders, and that's great. Um, but what else have you seen playmaking-wise from that secondary? And, you know, w- when we're saying that, uh, you know, Minka hasn't quite been the playmaker. Uh, maybe it's because he has a new partner. That's probably a little part of it. But, you know, again, it, it's not just blaming the middle linebackers or blaming Patrick Peterson or saying it's that Cam is out. Like, everybody's played a role in them not being as effective as they should be. I think you've covered just about every Steelers-Ravens game since they came into being in 1996, I believe it was. Um, and the average margin Almost. of victory, I'm, I'm making this up, but I think is like, like 1.4 points. Um, <laughs> really, every game's close that these teams play throughout history pretty much. Do you foresee it being the same way on Sunday, or do you think that this one could get out of hand? You know, history would tell us that one, that the Steelers do bounce back well from, from blowout losses. And they've had a lot of blowout losses recently. Um, and that these, these games, as you said, historically are close. My fear is um, that if this tackling continues the way we've seen it, uh, that, that they have, Baltimore has some success running the football. And then with the way Lamar can not only run, but his play action, I mean, they say Flowers is, He's a guy that you have to you have to watch, and you know Mark Andrews has had some big games against the Steelers in the past. So, yeah, I expect it to be a close game, but you know, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, man, this game could get away from them because of the, just by judging the way they played two of the four games this year. Jeff Hathorne, Jeff, as always, I appreciate it. We thank you for your coverage, and we will talk soon. Thanks, Colin. Absolutely. There's Jeff Hathorne. Has a pulse on uh, everything. Great, great stuff. From Jeff, as always. Your call's next, 412-928-9370 is that number. That's 412-928-9370. Something to tell you about that's a treat for uh, uh, coming up on Friday night, the seventh rank. I'll be, uh, I'm ta- I have a vacation day I'm taking, but this is going to be fantastic. Maybe that's your treat, that I'm on vacation. But anyway, listen to this. The seventh-ranked Pitt women's volleyball team, they put their undefeated ACC record on the line against their conference rival, number 11th-ranked Georgia Tech. That's this Friday night, 7 p.m., at Fitzgerald Fieldhouse. Venerable Fitzgerald Fieldhouse. Catch the action for the two-time Final Four-appearing Panthers live for the first time ever right here on 93.7 The Fan. It begins 7 p.m. Friday night here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm looking at the Twins, and the Twins won a game tonight, right? They won their first of the, uh, the, the wild card series games. And they have... The Twin Cities jerseys on, right? This doesn't bother me, but I bet it will bother some people. Should they wear, a tr- with a playoff game, a traditional jersey and not like one of the throwback old school kind of jerseys? I bet that, I haven't looked on social media, but I bet it bothers some people. I bet I bet it will. Oh, and I did, I solved something from last night as Zeiss and I were talking. My daughter made me buy new shoes. Even though I have cool shoes, she made me buy Jordans and then another pair of Dunks or something, I don't know, from Nike. Because she didn't think my Brooks running shoes were cool. And she said I had no Riz. I And I didn't know what that term meant. And I guess the kids use it, right? It is a derivative of charisma. Char- it, it, it's, in, it, it's a big, I guess, you know, the kids use it. But she flat out told me, she said, Dad... You got no Riz. You got to get different shoes. You can't come around, uh, my friends and I, or even just, you can't even drop me off in the car wearing those shoes that you wear, those Brooks running shoes. And I was like, oh, actually, I, I look at some of the other dads, and they have not a cool factor at all. I'd like to think I at least have some cool factor. So she made me buy, I don't know, Jordan 4s or something like that. So I got those. Then I got some other high top pair of shoes, some Nikes that she said I needed to get, and something else. And now I got, I guess, I, I, I'm cl- getting closer in, in the Riz department to being cool and acceptable in a 12 year old girl's uh, world. So there is that. 412 928 9370. Back to Tomlin. I, here's the thing, and, and a caller brought this up, and I wasn't going to go here. Not that it was a bad thing, I just hadn't thought of it. This is a very simple question. Everybody says, well, you know, Art the Second's not going to do that. Well, you know, it's never going to happen. Okay, your point's well taken, but doesn't it have to end 
somehow? Doesn't it have to be finished some way? Doesn't it have to come to an end at some point? So are we just all conditioned, or is it just fact that it's for sure that Mike Tomlin is going to walk away of his own accord by himself, and he's going to have the opportunity to do that? Troy's on the mount. What's up, Troy? Great to talk to you again, man. Sure. Um, so to your question right there, uh, yes, um, because all things will be exhausted before Tomlin goes. Um, he will be able to get a new offensive coordinator. He'll still be able to get a new quarterback after Pickett. He'll still have one more run Stop before though. he has to walk away. He got the offensive coordinator. He got the quarterback he wanted. Like, if it doesn't work now, can't they say to him, well, this was your chance? I don't think they will. The The difference between do they think they will and they can is, is, is a big difference, I think, because you're dealing with the Steelers organization. Right. But I have two, I have two what-ifs for you. Um, for me, I hope they happen. I, I, would, I would be happy if they did happen and just curious of your thoughts on them. Sure. The first one would be, if we if Josh gets fired in uh, Oakland because he he is a terrible um, head coach but he is a great offensive coordinator he is someone who needs to take the back seat and let someone take all of the action let someone do all of the talking and just let him run his offense and I think the Steelers is a perfect organization for that would you be okay if they were to let him go midseason say their record is terrible and we then get him for the rest of the season and let Kenny learn the offense under him for this season. Would you be okay with that? Um, Yeah, maybe, but I don't know if he'd make that. Sh- he would have enough money that I don't know if he'd make that shift in season. I don't know if he would do that or need to do that or want to do that. Uh, uh, I- this is This is if he's fired. Yeah, if he's, I, I think that he would just sit out and call it a day. I don't think he'd want to last. Even if he's fired, he's still going to get some cash. I don't think that he's going to need to latch on. And the other part about it, he might wait for a new regime in New England. He's been there 17 different times, seemingly, and find his way back there somehow. Not as a head coach, but on their staff. Okay, okay. And, and my other what if that, you know, it's, Plus, it's, it's sad to say. Go, no, go ahead. It's sad to say out loud, but would you be okay with clearing the quarterback room, keeping Kenny Pickett, and next year more moving towards a Kirk Cousins or someone that you believe you can work with now and have Kenny as his backup next year and see if you could take a shot on a one-year deal that way and hope that Kenny then proceeds to get better moving forward? I'm okay with absolutely anything because right now is not the answer. So, and it's the most important position in all of sports. I'm okay with anything. But what I'm not okay with is continuing the project and continuing to um, continuing to try to mold. There has to be an end date with Kenny Pickett. And for me, it's the end of next year. If you, but for me, for me, there's no end date with Kenny Pickett until we first have an end date with Matt Canada because there will always, always, always be the hit that did we give him a chance with a real coordinator so before we get to that point we have to make another change once we make that change we can make a proper evaluation of it maybe but there's other extenuating circumstances one he's not gotten over what was the one big knock on him on draft day and that's staying in a pocket that's relatively clean and two he's already sustained two concussions 
That's true, but did you know through 17 games, his statistics are actually better than Josh Allen's first 17 games? He ain't Josh Allen, bro. No, no, no. Uh, no, He's not Josh Allen. He doesn't have to be Josh Allen. What he is is representing the fact that they're only through 17 games. What are his rushing statistics comparative, though? I'm, I'm, I'm looking at what Josh Allen coming out of college, we knew he could rush. What we didn't think he could do is be accurate. So in his first 17 to 25 games, Josh Allen was not accurate. And Kenny, we thought in college, you know, sometimes would get out of the pocket and leave when he shouldn't, and that's kind of what he's doing now. And maybe, just maybe, through the first 17 to 25 games, the same problem he had in college he has now, but that can be rectified. Well, here's, though, where I don't think you can compare either compare them at all is that Josh Allen was always going to be 6'5 and 240 pounds, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it was much easier to fix the ills of Josh Allen and to do things with him than it is going to be with Kenny Pickett. I mean – I believe that, uh, for sure. The only thing that was with him was <clears throat> the accuracy. And, and, you know, a lot of a lot of teams talk about – accuracy is something that you may not be able to fix. I thought Kenny Pickett had great accuracy in college, and I think the fact that Josh Allen overcame an accuracy thing, there's a chance for me in my mind that Kenny Pickett can can absolve what he's doing inside the pocket and just make, obviously the offensive line is terrible, but things that he can make better in, in, in those moments. We're never going to have a quarterback that's going to light it up when we have Kenny Pickett. We're going to have a quarterback that's going to win games that are tight. And no, that's what we have to deal with. And that's what I said on draft night. And great call. That's what I said on draft night. I don't think, and no matter who the offensive coordinator is, that the offense that Kenny Pickett runs, no, again, no matter who it is, that it'll ever function where he's the best player on the offense. It just won't. He'll be a distributor, he'll be a point guard, and he'll be somebody to get it out of his hands and get it into the playmaker's hands. I think that's the way that it'll function best. He is not ever going to be an all-pro. He's not, And that's if he hits his peak, and he's not even getting anywhere near there. Like, And, and I kind of disagree a little bit. I don't think you need to play this out all too long. It doesn't need to be a Josh Rosen situation, but you can't make the mistake of having the wrong quarterback in the NFL for too long or you set yourself back real far. Jeff's in Pittsburgh. Hi, Jeff. Hey, man. I mean, coming off what you guys are saying there, I, I couldn't agree more. He's never going to be the head honcho on our offense. And I, at this point, I'm willing to take any type of chance. I don't know what you think. I, I don't know if we give up on him yet. I think we bought in. I think we got to I think we got to give him a chance, but it's just not going to roll under this offense. And um, like you said, at Pitt, I think he had great accuracy. But, you know, right now it's just it's tough with this line. He's got no room. He's got no room to work. He's got no time to work. It's okay to ask him to make a play. It's okay to ask every NFL quarterback. to make a play. He's going to have to make a few plays. Like in that, that Raiders game, that throw to Calvin Austin, we need a juice play like that. We need something to get the boys going. But we're not finding that right now. Like last week, we're not even close to a play like that. No, and here's the thing. You watched you watch the game like I did. Everybody did. The Houston game. Stroud yeah. has Stroud has made Stroud has had back-to-back games that Kenny Pickett has never had in 17 opportunities. Exactly, and they're they're comparing him with some of the greats that are coming in their rookie year. And I mean, props to C.J. Stroud. He's looked great through four weeks, but. Um, like you said, though, I, I just but he and he did it with a patchwork line. He did it with a bunch of backups, and he did it exactly. against a vaunted Steelers defense. So I can't continue to take and absorb the excuses 
that it's all on Matt Canada, that it's all on the offense. The offensive, the offense isn't good. It's designed to fail. They're never going to succeed. I said it the day that he was hired that it is set up for failure and it's not going to work. But it's okay to have the uh, the quarterback make a play even within those confines. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Steve's in San Diego. What's up, Steve? Hey, Colin. How's it going? Pretty good. Oh man, that that game on Sunday just had me ready to throw a brick through my TV. The offense bland, nothing going on. Now they did have that pass that was intercepted uh, by Steven Nelson. That was the same play that they had in the Raiders game that was down downfield down the slot to Calvin Austin. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it just got picked off. Other than that, there was nothing nothing to look forward to on this offense this past week. Now, I ended up going up to Las Vegas for that Raiders game at a last-minute thing because a buddy called me with cheap tickets. And we'll talk a different story about how cheap cheap tickets are in Vegas. But anyway, I'm wondering now in two weeks, do I want to spend the $200 a ticket to go up to L.A.? No, you, know, you don't. You know, drive, and drive the hour and a half to drive up to L.A. to go see the see them against the Rams? How much were these not tickets? A great team. How much were these tickets in Vegas? Uh, I paid face value for them that my buddy had, and they were three hundred apiece. It's not online. They were terrible. online. They were going for five hundred or better. Right. Um. L- let me ask you: Was it? Was did they have everything all screwed up because of the F one race that's going there? Uh, they didn't have everything set up around the stadium yet because of the games. Oh, okay. Um. So I mean, I, I, we we stayed at uh, the MGM which is, like, right there. So you just walk to the stadium. Did they have uh, the stuff and, back online, like all the machines and stuff back online, or were they still going through that where they got hijacked or whatever? Uh, they got it back online uh, the Wednesday before the game. Yeah, it was the Wednesday before the game. They got everything back online. They were starting to take credit cards again and not doing the old-school swipey. Uh, friends of ours went up to Vegas, like, the week before or, you know, a week and a half before, and they ended up canceling their trip because of that. They didn't want to have any issues with that going on. Oh, man. But, yeah, I, I, I'm just sitting here looking like, literally, coming up in two weeks, the Steelers are out here, West Coast, L.A. I live an hour and a half from the stadium. Do I want to spend and, – and the Rams haven't sold out. I can still buy tickets on their website through the team. Do I want to spend the $200 for the upper-level seats? So for me and my girl to go up, you know, so that's what, $400 plus the, the fees? I would wait and you see know. what they do Sunday. Right. Right. I was stupid stoked after that Raiders game. And then I got ready for this game. I'm like, <laughs> we're playing the Houston Texans. This should not be an issue. But then here it is. Classic Steelers trap game. You're favored by three points going in after you just were a two-and-a-half-point dog in, in, in uh, Vegas. You know, I always tell all my friends and people out here that I meet, I'm like, look, don't ever bet the Steelers unless they're a home dog. That's the only time they cover. No, no, there you go. Steve, thank you for the call, as always. I looked up something on a particular player today. Something, and I, I thought this was the case, but I needed verification on it. And I wanted to look up some numbers. I did look up these numbers, and they are absolutely staggering. It's one of the craziest stories in NFL history. I mean that. In NFL history. And I'm going to tell you what that is coming up next. Your calls on Mike Tomlin, your calls on the Steelers. How about this? What do you think they're going to do against the Ravens? We haven't gotten into that yet. Do you think they stand a chance to beat the Ravens? They always play close games. But I'm going to tell you this, one of the wackiest statistical things 
in NFL history. Coming up next here. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. On the fan. They're going wild as hell in Philly for this baseball game right now. Phillies, Marlins, crowds going nuts. Wheelers pitching. Man, alive. That's an exciting thing when you can have postseason baseball. Gosh, I'm, I wonder if I'll ever see that again in my lifetime. I am 46. I'll be 47 in December. I see these people tweeting things about Oh, next year, whenever there was, uh, you know, teams in these dog piles celebrating next year, that's Pittsburgh. Slow down. I, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to go there. Just they, they got it together at the beginning of the season and at the end of the season. The middle was uh, kind of one big dump. So I, I, I don't know if I'm ready to say the Pirates are, are there. Let's just relax. But I, I honestly, I don't know if I will see postseason baseball in my lifetime. I hope I don't die a premature death. I mean, like a long and fruitful life, I still don't know. But anyway, 412-928-9370. We get back into your Steeler calls in just a couple moments. L- check this out on the internet, though. I went and Chase Claypool, because he is in the news, right? Chase Claypool, he turned out, I mean, he's acting like a bum. And maybe he did hear. You know what went away, by the way? Remember when Chase Claypool got in that street fight and kicked the guy in the head or whatever? And it kind of went away real fast. Nobody, There was video of it, too. And nobody really talked about that that much. But anyway, I made the claim that the first Chase Claypool will be. This is hard to do in the NFL. Really hard to do. Especially if you don't have a career-ending injury. Chase Claypool will be the rare bird whose best 
10-game span of his career will be the first 10 games. There's not a lot of people that have done that. There just there aren't, especially skill players, but anybody really. No, normally, you need to kind of get your feet wet in the NFL, come out of the gate, you're a little hesitant, a little hesitant, and then you get better as your career goes on. There is no question, as it stands right now, and probably will, the best 10 games of Chase Claypool's NFL career are the first. But let's take his first 11, just for the sake of argument. The first 11 games, which they won, of Chase Claypool's career, he had eight receiving touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, 45 receptions, including that 84-yard score that he had, and he was the guy. He was targeted in those 11 games, 9, 8, 10, 13, 9, 1, 4, 11, 4, 3, and 2 times. There was a time, which was his 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8th game he ever played in the NFL, he was targeted 13 times. 13 times. Whenever Chase Claypool was in like his 10th game of his career, people were talking about, I mean, they were, it was, you. you they flashed the numbers up on the screen. It was A.B. and Stallworth and Swan type stuff. It just was. Like his ceiling was from a from a statistical standpoint, the greatest dealer receiver of all time after 10 games. And now this guy has played his way pretty much probably out of the NFL or just hanging on for dear life, catching a check here and there where he's going to bounce around. What a total waste. A total waste. I I can't believe we're here. And remember when he was drafted in that second round, people were like, this is a steal. Look at how he plays special teams. Look at what he does. man!" And you believed it after 10 or 11 games. You were like, oh, man, they they pulled some magic. Look at Chase Claypool and how good he can be. People people have still Chase Claypool jerseys. They went out and got jerseys. And it wasn't like Marcus Wheaton or something. Like, this guy was good. Really good. I can't believe it. I, I just can't believe how far he has fallen. 412-928-9370 is that number. Lenny's on the north side. Hi, Lenny. Hi, Lenny. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. All right. Um, See, this is a sports talk show, Lenny. Let's discuss. I say hi, Lenny, on the north side, and then you have your thoughts together, or at least halfway together. And then we converse, we can go back and forth, we talk a little bit, and we discuss the topics of the day. So we've reached that point, so we'll try again. How you doing, Lenny? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, man. So Not a problem. I would like to talk about how I think the city owes Mr. Bootsy apology. Oh, tell me. Um, first, you know, we started off um, signing him last year to, to fill Ben Roethlisberger's role in a um, – for about one to two years, and we got overly hyped about the Kenny Pickett pit season. The one year he did good at pit, so I felt like we rushed him too early to play. Like quarterbacks like Jordan Love, that three to four years. Um, we waited till Mr. Bisky basically had two, three bad games, and then 
the whole city wanted his head. Yeah, don't forget uh, he, that part that Mitch Trubisky stunk. He did stink, but it still doesn't. You know, as management, you got to go through the, the through the problems. I felt like he just was rushed. Kenny Pickett was rushed into an offense that he wasn't capable of running his first season. I do think that if they would have gone all the way through the season with Mitch Trubisky, they probably would have wound up with about the same record. But when Mitch Trubisky was taking out, taken out of that Jets game, he was like 7 for 14 at that point for like 80 yards with an interception. The offense wasn't doing anything. He had been sacked two or three times. It, they, the football team at that point needed a charge. They had lost at Cleveland. They had lost at New England. They they got out of Cincinnati with that win because the long snapper was terrible. And they were on their way to losing the Jets game, which they were going to lose that Jets game, and they lost that Jets game. Zach Wilson grittied on them uh, that day. But they needed some. And in that moment, that was absolutely the right move. Okay. I mean, do, do you do you think that they shouldn't have? No, I, I felt like, you know, we got to go through trial and error. I felt like we should have just rode him out and played Mr. Bisky. I still think he should still be the starter coming into this season still, even though he was actually the captain. They took the, the captain patch off of him, and they just, like, downgraded him and left him for dead. I feel like they left him. They did him really bad. Are you Mac and, Brown? No. Okay. Are you Ryan Switzer? No, he's horrible. Okay. Are you Are you sure you don't have North Carolina ties? None, none at all. Lenny, you just feel like the biggest Mitch Trubisky champion in the world. And I, I don't know anybody else who feels like he got screwed. I feel like he got screwed. That's all. Thanks for taking my call. Certainly. Take it easy, Lenny. I, I don't know. I was at that game, and I'm sitting there in the stands – and nobody knew what Kenny Pickett was going to be or wasn't going to be. But if we want to revisit those times, it was a bad scene You for Mitch Trubisky. One, because he wasn't any good. Two, you had the whole crowd chanting, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. And the offense was going nowhere that October. I think it was... A year ago today, maybe. It was like October 2nd or 3rd. And they were just chanting, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. It was lined out to be a perfect moment. Kenny Pickett got in and didn't really play all that well. But in that moment, and that's all you can do. You can't look forward. You can't think about what's going to happen in the future whatever. You're trying to win that football game. There weren't a lot of people complaining. Even... Mitch Trubisky backers, I would think, that Mitch Trubisky should have stayed in that atmosphere, should have been there, and should have rode it out. Now, in retrospect, I do think that the Steelers would have had the, probably the same record, or just about the same record, no matter who the quarterback was last year. Honestly. Because I think the offense had deficiencies. But Kenny Pickett got it together at the end of the year, the last nine games, and was pretty darn good. There, it's just it, I, I just I can't agree with that guy. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero is that number. Uh, Joe's in East Pittsburgh. Hi, Joe. Hey, Colin. How you doing? I'm good, Joe. Thank you for asking. You're uh, you're welcome. Uh, hey, uh, how serious is Kenny Pickett injured? 
I don't know. I, mean, I think we're going to find What's the status on that? We are going to let the week speak to us. We're going to let uh, participation be our guide, Joe. All right. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, when I saw him get hurt this past Sunday, I'm thinking like, oh, we're done. Yeah, I think a lot of people felt like that. Um, do you? Do, what do you think about Kenny Pickett? Do you think Kenny Pickett will end up being pretty good, Joe, or not? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Hey, okay. hey, I do think he's better than Mitch. I I don't know that at this point. I do think I think maybe the Steelers have three average quarterbacks on their roster. Right. Okay. Anything else? Got what? Are you watching baseball tonight, Joe? I'm actually watching the. NXT, uh, I'm watching uh, wrestling right now. Oh, I I don't follow wrestling. Tell me, tell me who's wrestling right now. What are their names? I I don't I don't know the uh, people that are wrestling. Are they but... doing it like uh, lucha libre style or whatever? They have masks on. No. No, you could so you could see their face. Do you like when they wear those masks? Yeah. Uh, yes, I do. Oh, okay. Do, now let me ask you a question about that about that wrestling. Do you think a guy has ever worn one of those masks and wrestled as someone and then mysteriously like taken the mask off and also been another wrestler? No, I don't think so. He just like he's just one identity. He you don't think he can pull double duty? Think Not about really. that. Think give it a hard so, think. It may have happened in the past. So and uh, uh, by the way, what do you what do you think about the Penguins this year? I don't know. They'll go to the playoffs, and then Jari won't do well, and then we'll all yell and scream and complain that they have a goalie that can't do anything in the playoffs, and Sullivan will be right there like Mike Tomlin is. What do you think? When when uh, I, I I think they're going to have a better season this year than last year. Gotcha. So you don't I think really any do. of those wrestlers ever had a mask on and then also wrestled as another guy? No. You're firm on this, Joe? Yes, sir. Okay. Take it easy. Talk to you soon. You too. My man. 412-928-9370 is that number more. Your Tomlin calls. And I heard Pony say something that he had a hankering for. He had a taste for. He needed to have it. And I'll tell you what is the one, the single most um, overpriced item on this planet. And he brought it up earlier on his show today. I'm going to tell you what that is. But first, the weather. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Come see the half-ton and three-quarter-ton Silverados. Visit sunchevy.com. Clear of uh, low of 60 tonight, sunny and warm tomorrow. You ready for this? It is getting to be hockey season because it's a high of 87. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 